Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series chapter by chapter. And today we are here to talk about chapters 11 and 12 of God Emperor of Dune just as soon as we finish taking these stairs. Ugh, so many stairs. So many stairs. And you're just making people take the stairs so you can watch them take the stairs that you don't well, have to take because you're a worm. Yeah, I mean, the elevators are for worms only. Worms so, only. Yeah. It's probably a sign. <laughs> oh, it's been a while, I think. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, month? Life. Year? Yeah, it's been a while. Life is a thing, and yeah. it's kooky, and stuff happens, and yeah, but we're here, Leto is here, mm-hmm. he will not let humans on his elevator. Yeah. Does I he mean, have... if I had my own elevator, I would be the only person using it. You can bet your bottom dollar. All you yeah. other hoes are taking the stairs. So you can watch them and laugh. Yeah. Pretty much. No, so I could get to my room and take a nap faster. I feel like he laps so much. He's always, he's <laughs> going to say he's meditating or he's thinking about whatever, but he's just taking a nap. Yeah. I mean, a what, a, what does the worm do all day, honestly? Besides Judge people. I mean, yeah, but like, he's not a worm worm yet. He's still a man worm. So he has things he can be doing. But once he's a worm, he's just pretty much going to be sleeping and terrorizing. This is true. Yeah. But before we get to all that fun uh, worm interaction, <laughs> we get to read yes. about paperwork. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. We get to read a, an office report. It's real fun. Um, but before we get into it, there's an epigraph here. And because of the way it's phrased, I'm going to read it in my best um, Trixie Mattel uh, Southern Baptist preacher's wife voice, okay? Okay. Let's see if I can just pull it out of my ass. <clears throat> your Lord knows very well what is in your heart. Your soul suffices this day as a reckoner against you. I need no witnesses. You do not listen to your soul, but listen instead to your anger and your rage. That is Lord Leto to a penitent from the oral history. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. (laughs) He's such an asshole. Oh my God. This, This whole chapter is like... This guy's just, he's just being a dick just to be a dick. This is, it's a Benny Gesserit report. Um, mm-hmm. It's the, it's an assessment of the state of the empire in the year 3508 of the reign of the Lord Leto. Yes. And we're told it's abridged, but that they've compared it to the original and there's nothing really lost in the abridgment, yeah. which is fine. I assume there was just more swearing because they were mm. like this motherfucking guy. <laughs> um, so... These Benny Gesserit yeah. sisters. Uh, sisters Chenaway and Tosuko is how they said it on the audiobook. Okay, good. Cause yeah. I, yeah. So, so one thing. So first, uh, there were nine historians that disappeared in the year 2116. And they have just managed to verify that he totally had them killed. <laughs> uh, they were put 
they were rendered unconscious and then burned on pyres of their own published works because God yeah. forbid an Atreides not do the most. <laughs> this is my <laughs> this was my like warning to myself is like be less prolific. If you write one more dirty Harry Potter fan fiction, <laughs> you're gonna be pyred <laughs> on top of them. <laughs> you're just, like, they're Megan, just gonna burn stop. you on a pile you of them. Stop writing uh, spooky short poetry because they will burn you on it <laughs> never <laughs> i will not uh they will burn me on fanfic i have read because they will be oh. like i need you to just look at this look if at anyone tags. actually looked at my ao3 history i mm. feel like i would be burned <laughs> yeah i've definitely had a few we're gonna sidetrack this is welcome back to let's get weirding everyone welcome back um, there was one, I forget what it was now because I blocked it out of my, my mind because I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what the term was in the tag. It uh -oh. was like an author I follow published the story and they were like, oh, it's just, just this short little like smutty one shot. And I was like, tell, say no more. But yeah. apparently they needed to say more. <laughs> and so it was tagged and I was like, I don't, I don't know what that tag is. And I don't want to sound terrible but like it was a japanese word and i was like oh mm -hmm. sometimes i'm that's... intrigued and so i googled it in my private tab because my <laughs> yeah. god let's have some decorum <laughs> in this world and i was like oh yeah no no thank you okay never mind <laughs> like we're just gonna x out of that but like now that's in my history that i clicked on it they don't know if i read it it doesn't tell you how long you spent on the page and of course so, now you're not going to share with the class. Uh, it was just because it was just it was not for me. I do not want to pass yeah. judgment. No, that's fair. it wasn't like illegal or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was simply just something where I was like, well, that's not sexy to me. Right? Yeah, it's pretty amazing the things that people do find sexy. Not, yeah, yeah. Not here to harsh, harsh your mellow, yuck your yum. You do you. It's fanfic. Who gives a shit? Exactly. <laughs> Like, yeah. I have seen all kinds of characters and combinations, and it's like, you know what? If everyone that you're writing about is a consenting adult, whether <laughs> or not they're a human, that's your own business, <laughs> then yeah, whatever. But occasionally there is something. What's getting me lately is that someone I follow <laughs> has started writing a lot of Saw fanfiction. Oh my. <laughs> and I don't want to read soft fan fiction and I especially don't want to read sexy soft fan fiction. And well, so every time would? I get an update, I'm like, oh, what did this author? Oh, it's a sexy soft fan fiction. <laughs> like, I'm glad you saw Saw 10 and it like really like sparked your creativity. That happens to everyone. You get something in there. I've been playing yeah. a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. I've been reading a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. But it's so. Oh, yeah. Last season on Destiny 2, I was very... I was reading a lot of Destiny 2 fanfic on AO3. It was unhealthy. I just... The one that got me that I sent to friend of the show, Gina Radcliffe, was someone had written one. Because then once I, once I got this one, I had to tell Gina. And then I was like, Gina, I have to see what other people are writing about Saw. Because is this a thing? Like, not just like, oh, I'm going to write a Saw fanfic because I want to make up like a Saw trap. Like, who, who's, who's fucking in the Saw-averse? Right. The answer is, sadly for him, not John Kramer. <laughs> uh, even in fanfic. I mean, it, maybe if he was getting laid, he wouldn't <laughs> feel the need for such elaborate hijinks. 
sir, I know you're dying, but I'm sure you can probably still like get some. But anyway, but there was one that was the two guys from the first saw. I was like, I think they have other concerns. Right. <laughs> well, you know, that 11th hour rush, you know, you can't count it out. But the thing about that, and I mean, I guess spoilers for Saw, whatever. I mean, no, we John's don't do in that. the room with them. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's pretending to be a corpse. It's the big twist of the movie. And these dudes are right. just going to fuck. I mean, I know they don't know he's there. But as the reader, as someone who has seen Saw, I know mm-hmm. he's there. And that's uncomfortable. <laughs> they didn't consent to be there but he didn't consent to watch them fuck in a filthy bathroom well i certainly one of them hope is chained to the wall <laughs> i certainly hope they added some dub convoyerism to the tag <laughs> <laughs> tag you are an old man dying of cancer <laughs> pretending to be a corpse and people are having sex in the same room as you well if that's not a tag yet it's going on my next fake. <laughs> And they're also Whether being or not watched there's... by Michael Emerson. There's too much happening. No, that I draw the line at. <laughs> that happens on Lost. I Ben definitely Absolutely. is like, yeah. I mean, watches, that's, I feel yeah. like that's Michael Emerson's sort of, sort of. I feel like he has kind of been pigeonholed into the weird little guy that watches people fuck. Because he definitely watches Sawyer and Kate, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he's always watching Juliet, so God only knows. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> wow, we got off track in record I'm so time. Sorry. Record time. <sighs> Amazing. I'm but not complaining. Anyway, people who <laughs> write saw fanfic, I guess, <laughs> I mean. Uh, I have don't... you delved much into the Dune fanfic? Um, I have. I mean, I'm wondering about, like, specifically, like, for the books, for, like, God, Emperor, and all that. I'm curious enough now. I can't do, like, movie fanfic because I'll... Too too much Timothy. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think there's there's a lot, especially because people, people, like, authors that I follow, Mm -hmm. there was a lot, particularly after the movie came out, but a lot, it was all almost uniformly... You're fucking Oscar Isaac. Yeah. The occasional Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Stilgar, which, come on, peeps. Come I on. mean, come on. The man's He's got, a what, fighter and a lover. He's got it all. Yeah. Um, Book-wise, the last time I checked, people love that incest tag mm. in Dune fanfic, at least when I looked before, and I was just like, Ugh. except for mm. that one I found that was the aliens dune crossover mm-hmm. which remains the best thing i've never actually read because i just want to keep it in my brain <laughs> yeah that's pretty fantastic <laughs> like i'm just gonna keep it in my brain just oh. hicks and duncan idaho forever man uh my close personal friend michael bean yeah i say that because you and gina got me a cameo from him one year. we did and so he, we're, we're friends he did say come with me if you want to live exactly <laughs> i was like Oh, he, he said the, the thing. Want. He knows what the people want. <laughs> uh, what Lita wants is to set people on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to make uh, Benny Gesserit's trot. Trot. 
beside the royal court. He invited her to trot beside the royal court. And I was like, is she a centaur? Are they on horses? Oh my God. You need he, to be more specific. He is on his goddamn worm cart, <laughs> deliberately going fast so that this woman has to, yeah, run, like jog alongside him. Like that. Such a dick. That is a dick move. And so also he said that he killed the historians because they, quote, lied pretentiously, end quote. And I never want to hear an Atreides say pretentiously as if it was an insult. Yeah, where I was like, oh, excuse me? Not any of them. Not, not, not the Duke. Not his right. dad, Mr. I, oh, a bull killed me because I thought I was also a matador. Yeah. <laughs> like, Speaking of pretentious, yeah. None of you. Paul. None of you. Jessica. Alia, Frankly. Even maybe a little. Yeah. My God. My God, yes. A lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the way to whatever Troy or Carthage or whatever it is their ancestors right. were from. I forget who they're related to at this point. Um. Agamemnon, but like yeah. you can't. No, I refuse <laughs> <laughs> to hear that from any of you. And he he says, "I'm not overly fond of creating martyrs." <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> unless unless their names are Paul or Leto. Uh, he said, martyrs tend to set dramatic events adrift in human affairs. Drama is one of the targets of my predation. So what he's saying there, he, a man who turned himself into a worm. Yeah. And declared himself God Emperor. He doesn't he just doesn't want any drama. He hates well, drama. He needs to be on a season of Real Housewives, is what I'm saying. This bitch loves drama. He the the absolute gall. <laughs> the unmitigated gall. Just all, like, to, to, to bungle a quote from All About Eve, wins all awards in running, jumping, and standing gall. <laughs> he, like, you, I'm sorry, a giant worm on his giant <laughs> cart in his golden palace. But he doesn't want palace, any drama. <laughs> who just set people on fire on their own works doesn't want any drama i mean you might as well just be screaming balenciaga <laughs> exactly <laughs> like he was probably yelling like you know screw history while it was happening yeah. and it's just like <laughs> leto yeah babe, he's a piece of work we've known you your whole life <laughs> um this is not true you know, if he said that, he would just be like, you've known me for millions of years. Oh, but shut up. Yes. Yes, I have. Prove I haven't. Mm. <laughs> Roll on me, I guess. I don't know, man. I mean, if I had to spend <sighs> a few minutes in this worm's company, I would be begging to be rolled over onto, oh honestly. Don't even. And like, I need everyone. I would just be like, you know what? I like the fucking trees. I think they're great. I think the cities are great. I think the gardens are great. I like doors, too. Because he goes off on this whole tangent about how, 
oh, we polluted the landscape with trees and cities and towns and doors and houses and gardens. And it's all terrible. <laughs> it's just like, this was the vision. Ah! Yeah, like... He... So he's, first of all, he's being, like, he makes this woman trot next to him. Then he stops, <laughs> and she thinks she's going to die. Like, she thinks he's he's prepared to, like, roll on her. Yeah. And he says, don't worry, like, I'm not going to kill you because I want you to go back and tell tell your chapter house everything that I'm about to tell you. And her particular Betty Jesuit skill is that she can, like, remember everything. Mm-hmm. She's like a recorder. Yeah. And then, yeah, he just starts being like, everyone, like, look out at the city. And she's like, okay, like, you know, it's, it's nice. There's a lot of green. There's, like, pretty houses. Um, You know, some some of the, some people look very rich. Some people look very poor. So I guess we're still doing the class system. Thanks. Thanks, mm-hmm. you know. It's a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and he's just like, ugh. Trees are a clutter. Like, what are you talking? What? Shut up. Like, this is... Then why did you let this happen? You can't keep saying, oh, you know, I'm serving mankind by letting them do, like, dig their own graves, basically. And then bitch about it all the time. Yeah. At least not just to your... Like, not just, like, to yourself. Or I guess to a Duncan Idaho, because they have to listen to you. Or poor Moneo. <laughs> right. And I should let everyone know, in case, of course, you like don't know anything about God Emperor, is that this is a worm man who is going to get a girlfriend. Yeah. And she's going to have to hear all this. For a while. For a while. <laughs> and like her whole thing is like, I just want to listen to you, baby, because I just think you're cool. Yeah. <sighs> Girl. <laughs> lady we'll talk about you later yeah um, we'll have it we'll have a chat later <laughs> somebody says there is no outward spiritual freedoms in such a landscape which okay bite me i live in suburbia like i'm fine um <laughs> i got a spider outside that's nature what do you want from me uh he says you have no open universe here with which to share everything is closures doors latches and locks to which sister, uh, I want to say Chenoweth, like Sister Kristen Chenoweth. I mean, that's kind of how they, uh, <laughs> that's kind of how it's pronounced in the book. Yeah. Or, or in the uh, audiobook. But she says, you know, people need privacy. They yeah. need to get protected. So, like, they need latches. They need locks. You know, you need a, a door to your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if he's going to get all, like, precious about the Fremen, they had curtains. It was yeah. communal living, but you still, like, if you went into you your... You had privacy. Yeah, you went to your area and closed the curtain, someone would have to wait to see if they could go in. Like, it's just, like, you know, any culture that has ever lived that communally, you still have, like, there are known rules and, like, social niceties about, mm-hmm. like, you don't stare at other people's houses or you don't just walk into someone else's, like, you know, area of the cave unless you have permission because, like, that's how humans work. But apparently yeah. not anymore. <laughs> so he says, tell them when you get back that I hate everything. Uh, and Message fucking received. That he wants, he, his big thing is he wants to restore the outward view. Because when you live, I guess, in a city, mm-hmm. you have to only look inward 
And most humans aren't strong enough for that. Which, you know what, man? Okay. Jerk off motion. <laughs> yeah. Like, which you can't do because your arms are very small and you don't have a penis. <laughs> They're just flappers. Yeah. They're just flapping. You got nothing. You're like a little T-Rex. And she's like, okay, I guess I'll tell them that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for not rolling on me. Thanks for not rolling on me. Thanks for making me take me. this terrible message back. <laughs> And then he kind of out of nowhere, I mean, I get where it's coming from because he's, he's talking in terms of like nature and like what has grown up out of everything. But he's like, tell your sisters also that the Benny Jesuit of all people should know the dangers of breeding for a particular characteristic. And it's like, um. thanks. <laughs> I can't, what? Were we talking about breeding? Like, please leave your AO3 tags at home, Lido. <laughs> like, I didn't think we were talking about that. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> Not if it's a worm, though. <laughs> Not that's, if it's a worm, man. No, no. Let's let's draw the line. <laughs> so she's like, well, this is obviously a reference to his dad, Paul Atreides, who, as we mm-hmm. all know, was the Kwisatz Haderach that the breeding program achieved one generation early. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you happy about this now? Yeah. She's totally like <laughs> bragging about it and taking credit. And it's like, um, uh, are we still remember? referring to that as the Jessica, Jessica crime? crime? Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. Are you talking out of both sides of your ass right now? Well, Sister well, she's a Betty Jesseret. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, yeah, he escaped from our control. He became Wadi, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, humanity is paying, still paying for that. Yeah, but we did that. No, you didn't. <laughs> it's like saying when, you're, when your favorite sports team wins, it's like, we did it. It's like, you didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Lido calls himself a wild card. <laughs> like, you yeah. got me, the wild card. <laughs> and then he says that he has achieved uh, Shiona, which is a gross thing to say. Mm-hmm. And also, again, I know that he's not really trying to keep secrets. Like, he's doing all this so that people can get information and think that they have secrets. But it's really, mm-hmm. like, he, he's planned all of this. You know, yeah. we, we know that because he allowed Shiona and her, her people to steal his, his archives and we're going to get more into that in the next chapter too because he's just like this is all you know playing five dimensional chess mm. but also just shut up like wh- <laughs> what because even even she is like I don't know why he brought her up like, but she does make a mention that the chapter house is like kind of investigating the whole rebellion and Siona thing so then we get a little list mm-hmm. of everything else that uh, the Benny Jesuit took notes on. Yeah. So the fish speakers. Yeah. The fish speakers who are not interested, all caps, <laughs> in being friends, buds, acquaintances, people you nod to in the street. They're just not interested in being that with the Benny Jesuit at all, which is some nice foreshadowing, I thought. Yes. Uh, he's increasing some of the garrison sizes, uh, but... It was the Betty Jesuit planet, the Ixians and the Talaxio, not the Spacing Guild, mm-hmm. which, okay, fair. Um, there are still uh, no men. 
they do not right. they're not allowing uh men to attend this festival that's coming up on arrakis Mm-hmm. They have representatives going, but even their consorts can't come with them. Well, they don't have time. They're there on business. <laughs> I mean, this part of it, I'm down for. If I think about how much work can get done in that kind of environment. I mean, do you mean like all women or no consorts? Because I would like to point out that all women. Okay, because I would like to point out that, like, my Baldur's Gate team gets a lot of stuff done, and my character is not not hooking up with some of them. <laughs> um, so, oh, and two of them, just as a note that this is a thing that happens, are descendants of the various Duncan Golas. Mm-hmm. But only, she seems surprised that there's only two. Well, considering how that man is probably putting it out there, yeah. statistically speaking, <laughs> you would expect it to be higher. Yeah. <laughs> um, she does make a note that the noble houses are sort of it, are in decline right now, and the with the mm-hmm. way everything is so expensive, especially spice, is like totally unaffordable at this point. That several of the the lesser houses were not were barely able to keep their status just because of the chome, like I guess the tax and fee setup schedule or whatever that they have. I'm not sure how all that works, how you, like, buy into it. But, like, there, there's a little tiny report on things that did, like, well enough. And it's sort of planting seeds for things that will bear fruit in later books. But, like, yeah. you know, there's, like, certain technologies or whatever that, you know, they're not saying they're technologies, but they're totally technologies. Yeah, he that, says that yeah. the Betty Jesuit cannot participate in his breeding program. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fish speakers who monitor them they say weed it out which I think you know can be between the lines there any yeah. uh, uh, births that the Betty Jesuit have uh, puppeteered that they do not approve of or that he does mm-hmm. not approve of and that they've only been able to like sort of train and maintain a few reverend mothers because they just they don't have spice mm-hmm and they also uh, are charging a lot more now for their services in mm-hmm. training various daughters of the great houses, the, the ones that remain. Yeah. And that when Sister Chenoway asked Lord Leto, like, hey, could we maybe, like, get some more spice? He said to be grateful, be thankful for what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, <laughs> we wrote him a nice letter because... But apparently, we were, we were antique whale fur is doing very well. Yes, uh, my whale fur, <laughs> still loving it. It's I also a blue chip stock now. <laughs> that so they talk about so they have this little section about economics, and that's you know they're talking about how the spice is is prohibitively expensive. Uh, they have to reduce the uses that they have for spice. Uh, they have petitioned to get more. Leto says no. Mm-hmm. They still have a good relationship with Chome. And they... <laughs> so they say that Chome has created a cartel, basically. But it's called Star Jewels. <laughs> yeah. Which is like the least Dune thing. Yeah. It's very uncut gems. uncut gems. Uncut gems. Star Jewels. And it's just the fact that they're just like very seriously discussing this project that they were part of called Star Jewels. <laughs> like, okay, was that like a band or like 
I mean, it seems to be Sagittarius. hinting at something to do with uh, spiceless space travel. Like, unfolded space, I suppose oh you could God. say. Who has the time? <laughs> but, I mean, I guess, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. It's just a thing, a concept that Leto is very familiar with. Uh, but they're selling a lot of rice. Yep. And, uh, yeah. But for in, in the expense of the whale fur, which, I mean, people love whale fur. Antique whale fur, no less. Uh, so... They have this whole bit about family life <laughs> where they're basically like everyone's getting families except for these weirdos. <laughs> and it's the guild. Yeah. The fish speakers. Mm -hmm. uh, the various courtiers. And the face dancers, which they then are like, well, they can't have kids, apparently. They keep yeah. trying. I think they oh, call wow. them mules. They call and, them mules. Again, yeah. Yikes. Like, <laughs> Rude. Like, also, that's not, like, that's not a sh good shorthand for, like, sterility. Because, right. like, a mule is also something very specific. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's, 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 it's just weird to just be like, I don't know, mules. Mm. Um, They like that. Basically... They're very concerned that everyone's lives are too normal. <laughs> normal. Like, everyone is just living at home with their families. Eating their uh, pongee rice and eating their rice. wearing their fucking whale fur. It says even, even the poorest families are well fed, yes, but the circumstances of daily life grow increasingly static. We remind you of a statement from the Lord Leto, which was reported here almost eight generations ago. Quote, I am the only spectacle remaining in the Empire, end quote. Well, I mean, that's why there's a festival day where people can come and look at you. And also, like, I don't know, just th this, this sort of assumption that people are just, I don't know, going home and just staring at each other. Because what? Because they're not doing spice? Because they're not <laughs> fighting? Is Samuda not... still a thing? Uh, yeah, are we still? Anyone still got Samuda? I mean, I think there's one thing we know. It's that drugs are forever. So I mean, someone's definitely still got Samuda. I get the feeling that Samuda is like, to the people of God Emperor of Dune, like the, the ordinary day-to-day -day citizen is like what quaaludes are to people today. It's like this, like mythical <laughs> drug that people used to do and people can't stop talking about how fucking great it was but you'll never know yeah because they don't make it anymore <laughs> or if they did it's not the same mm -hmm. it's like people on the internet who talk about like when they used to do cocaine Ugh. and like it was so much better speaking then, of boring you could just do so much coke and it wasn't like it is today and it's like okay great Thank you. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with the fact that in your life you've done cocaine. It's very impressive. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they compare this to basically, they think that Leto is l basically luring everyone into like this sense of, of comfort and mm. fun, normalcy so that at some point he could just like, as they refer, like shut off the water is the example they used. Yeah. They use this um, term called um hydraulic despotism which is sounds unneedless needlessly complicated but 
basically it's like any time like cutting off an essential or like building it up so that a mm-hmm. particular thing is essential and that like when a you know an area grows because there's water and then you don't have the water anymore then people are going to die or move away because that resource isn't there anymore so that's sort of what this is all about it's like the spice has been like the tap has been slowly turning off and it's like he's gonna he's gonna really just turn it all the way one of these days it's like okay first of all yes people will die if their water is cut off because people need Mm -hmm. water to survive um because they compare it to like electricity and Mm -hmm. like petroleum and coal which you know is is frank herbert making a point we get it Um, but fossil fuels bad it's just they they treat this 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 little like parable about turning off the water as if it's so ridiculous that then people suffered for that and it's like you need water yeah i mean even the fremen knew that (laughs) yeah like it's it's you can learn you can teach yourself to survive on less of it but you're still gonna have to have some of it because that's how human bodies work um, I'm sorry. But they, this report also sort of speculates that he may start introducing certain ailments and illnesses into the population that, like, can only be cured with, you know, or alleviated with spice and just letting those people suffer. I find it interesting that his example that he uses, Frank, I'm referring, of course, to Frank Herbert mm-hmm. here, is syphilis. Yeah. Because I would think, like, if you're going to describe, <laughs> like, you could use something like tuberculosis or or smallpox. I, I think he, I think he's trying to make a Tuskegee sort of illusion there. Maybe I don't know because he's saying like, that, like, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, possibly, you know, this idea of like using an illness against people. But I would feel like yeah. you would go, yeah, like you would say, like smallpox or something, like you know, smallpox blankets. Like, obviously, this is written before like the AIDS epidemic, but. Mm-hmm. You can't, I don't know, just the fact that it's syphilis is a little like, I guess people did die of syphilis quite frequently, but that Mm -hmm. was before we had penicillin. I don't, maybe I'm just missing some vital part of history where we just like weren't treating people for syphilis because like that wasn't necessarily the case. It's just that either people didn't know they had it because we didn't really Mm -hmm. have testing until it got to a point that was beyond anything. Yeah. Or it was before we had the capability to cure it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, obviously nowadays, I think there's an argument to be made that people have gotten a little dependent on illnesses being curable. And there is this idea mm-hmm. that like, oh, I got syphilis, whatever. Like, it's like, no, nah, yeah. it's still pretty serious. You, like, should, you should still kind of maybe be careful about that stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like go to the just, doctor. I'm just yeah. saying like, you know, maybe. Just you know. a thought. But yeah, it was just, I don't know. I thought that was a very strange example. <laughs> but then their big thing is that... Oh, yeah. They know, so they know, like, a little, excuse me, these little bits of information that are coming. So they know that there's a possibility that he has yeah. an aversion to water. Because they know in the past, that's how the Fremen would kill a young worm in order to or, get, you know, yeah. the vomit, that whole great thing <laughs> for their orgies. That delicious uh, orgy vomit. Nothing like it. They think he's surveilling Ix more frequently. Maybe because the guild and the Ixians are possibly working together about space travel. We don't know. Maybe. Uh, but he's still doing business with Ix because he's got to fix his little cardy cart. 
<laughs> he has gotten a new Gola. Yeah. Uh, so they know that that means that the previous one is dead, but they don't know how. Uh, they do know that there are, quote unquote, previous indications that he has killed <laughs> some of the other Golas. Just a spot, just a skosh of, of Duncans, of um, dead Duncans. And they do know that they don't expect this new Gola to be any different than the other ones. They do know that the Tilaxu are still paying for the time that they changed Duncan Idaho into a lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't think that this is going to be... Uh, they, they, they really... The Tilaxu are trying to get the Bene Gesserit to join with them to create a society that's all women. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they will not need any males, but they are like, we do not trust the Tilaxu. So uh, we think this is a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, which, again, I got to say, I mean, it didn't work in Jurassic Park. And, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't work here. Um, they talk a lot of crap about the museum Fremen. But oh, yeah. their big thing is they are suspicious that Leto might be using computers. Dun, dun, dun. And if he is doing that, going against his own rules and against, you know, the Butlerian Jihad, then they could, like, I don't know, blackmail him. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love. Sounds like, like a really good way to get rolled over onto. I'm you are going to get say. rolled onto. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all. Guaranteed. To he's not using a computer himself, so like he would just like be like again, no hands, flippers. Well, he's he could (laughs) use like a little tablet. He's an iPad kid, (laughs) and I say that without judgment, as I'm raising an iPad kid. It's just it's what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, but he's definitely. This is before all that. He's just got like a little desktop, (laughs) a little desktop computer. Like Nayla's got her little desktop. Um, I like that he basically gave her a word processor. <laughs> was like, <laughs> don't let anyone know about your forbidden tech. Yeah, word perfect ninety nine. <laughs> you can only upload this to the office <laughs> intranet. I hope you remembered your Microsoft Office Suites password. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's Usenet. Um, oh god! You can just communicate. <laughs> they have a bulletin board just for them uh it's like when you find like when people find like there's a subreddit where there's only like two people on it (laughs) it's like (laughs) and there's like thousands of posts it's like oh this is what it's you guys have been busy (laughs) okay just the (laughs) nayla and leto uh little chat um I do like that they're just like, you know, we know he's prescient, but like, we could probably still blackmail him if we try really hard. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And one other thing just for the future is that they do know that Ix is sending a new ambassador to his court. Uh, The lovely Queen Nori. Queen Nori. Yes. They do not know why they picked her. They do know that there's a little bit of evidence that she might have been bred for this purpose, but they don't know why. Or what well, they know that her her good old Uncle Malky was buds with Leto. 
and that they think he might have also been genetically designed. Um, so, which I mean, I get if they're saying that like they're genetic, someone's genetically designing these people to be like companions of, of Leto, but I like this implication that they're like an uncle and a niece <laughs> might have been similar genetically. <laughs> Just wrap your head around that shit. I just want you to know <laughs> that this is the case. So that, yeah. So this is all their fun, exciting information that they found. <laughs> some of which is wrong. Some of which is silly. And uh, I mean, not all of it is wrong. He does. He is using computers. At least one person mm-hmm. is. Um, I don't know how useful it is to have one person using a computer. <laughs> I don't know if we ever established who was getting this information at the other side. Yeah. Um, yeah, they. we actually, I don't think we have. She's just typing it into a Word document. It's like on the office when nope. Reed thought he had a blog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Make she's just in the nurse app. PowerPoints. <laughs> yeah. She's just making a lot of spreadsheets for fun. <laughs> I mean, what else is she going to do all day besides plot? Plot, walk upstairs. Spy, walk upstairs. <laughs> have the world's biggest mouth. Yeah, we'll get to her mouth. It, this is the next chapter. We're gonna talk yeah, about Nayla and to, her mouth. Let's move on to the next chapter because it's shorter and it's a little more to the point than this. This chapter was with its you know report and everything, but um, some <laughs> Leto just continues to be a giant asshole. Yeah, so we have this, this, the epigraph for this chapter is an excerpt from his stolen journals, so Mm. you know it's going to be chef's kiss. Yes. All right, so here we go. Odd as it may seem, great struggles such as the one you can see emerging from my journals are not always visible to the participants. Much depends on what people dream in the secrecy of their hearts. I have always been as concerned with the shaping of dreams as with the shaping of actions. Between the lines of my journals is the struggle with humankind's view of itself, a sweaty contest on a field where motives from our darkest past can well up out of an unconscious reservoir and become events with which we not only must live, but contend. It is the hydra-headed monster which always attacks from your blind side. I pray, therefore, that when you have traversed my portion of the golden path, you no longer will be innocent children dancing to music you cannot hear. I mean, Lido. And he doesn't think he's pretentious. Okay. I mean, he's so obviously wrote this to yeah. be stolen later. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not a journal. No. Um, there is a woman on TikTok who's been reading excerpts from her diary from when she was like 12. And those are, are that's a journal. Because they're all just like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I gotta find that because I have a bunch of my old journals and I recently she, read through some and yikes. She had one recently where she had written in a like terrified frenzy because she keeps she kept having sex dreams about Bill Hader and then she felt like she was gonna go to prison. <laughs> she was like, if anyone finds out, they'll send me to jail. It's like, Aww. oh my god. Oh, honey. <laughs> but so, Nayla, who you'll recall, is a spy amongst the rebels. She is mm-hmm. fish speaker, but she is working with them. Uh, she is the one with a forbidden computer on which she writes little notes to Leto. 
Um, so she is climbing the stairs to his audience chamber. She is just kind of doing it because she's just like, here, this is what I got to do. I got to walk up all these stairs. Yeah. So as we were joking at the top of the show, uh, there is an elevator, but yes. only he's the only one allowed to use it. Uh, it is, she knows that she could definitely ride it because it's made to carry him. So it could obviously mm -hmm. carry one person, but no one's allowed. So, so cool. he is watching her, uh, he has this little, like, Ixian thing that's projecting her image, uh, into a little hologram, basically, that he's looking at. Mm-hmm. And he's such an ass. <laughs> he he's talking about he's thinking about how she moves very precisely like she's she's thinking about when she's going up the stairs she's just like you know i'm staying in the middle of the stairs i'm going up the stairs because when you're doing something that boring like sometimes yeah, you have to like you know make a little game mind, of it yeah put your mind to something else but leto's opinion of this is this precision he knew came from <laughs> a passionate simplicity go to hell <laughs> Yeah, oh, he my god. He thinks she would have made a great shout out. Yeah, back I, in the day. Yeah, it was sort of a, a position of honor, I think, like a Yes. Yeah. He's given her a Chris knife, like an actual Chris knife that used to Which belong is to huge. one of Stilgar's wives. He gave it to yeah. her in like the old like using the old rituals, uh made her, you know, taught her how blood to use on it. it. Yeah. Um, but he knows that she's never really going to use it right and that once she's done, like once she dies, it's just going to crumble away. Mm -hmm. And he wonders if he should have given it to her. But also like, man, what are you gonna do with it? You can't take it with you. Yeah. You just hold on to it for three thousand years and then be an ass about it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so we get this description of Neela. So she's <laughs> she's wearing her, her uniform. Uh, what did she, Frank have against the woman that inspired this character oh, is what I want to know. Oh my god. So <laughs> she's she, so mean. She's, she has to wear a mask, um, but I think that's mostly for when she's entering the building so that no one can know that it's her since she is technically a spy. Um, yeah, but who needs a mask when you're a square? She's a square. Um, yeah. Picture Spongebob, I guess. So basically in more ways than one, because <laughs> he describes her as being very square and blocky and muscular, but that this is not uncommon amongst, like, the fish speakers. Um, but her face is described as being almo also almost square. She's a, square mm -hmm. she's a Minecraft person. She's a square <laughs> on top of a square. And she has a mouth so wide, it seemed to extend around the cheeks... And a, which mouths do, uh, for I mean partially, an illusion caused by deep creases at the corners. So he's just like when she talks, her jaws just be flapping, just <laughs> giant flapping jaws. Uh, she has green eyes, and mm. uh, white hair. Uh, her forehead was very flat, which okay. What a picture! What a picture you're painting, Leto. Uh, people didn't really notice her eyebrows because her eyes are so compelling and her nose is just a straight line mm -hmm. and her lips, of course, are thin. Um, she's very strong. 
Yeah. She he's seen her lift a 100 kilo man with one hand, which props. All right, man. Kudos. And he, she, her presence was arranged without Moneo knowing, even though he knew that a lot of the fish speakers were spies, but Leto mm. did not want him to know about this particular one. So he looks off to the desert because he gets tired of, I guess, watching her plod because she's plotting. We have heard several times that she's plotting. I mean, um, if you had to walk up all those stairs, honestly, not. I would be plotting too. Um, he's looking at the, the, the colors of the rocks in the distance. He notices one is pink. It's like the color of an egret, but there are no egrets anymore, except, of course, in his memory. Hmm. Fantastic. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Nayla has to take a break. He's just watching everything. He's like talking to his inner voices. Uh, he's, he's just thinking like, about oh. how great he is or how great she thinks he is and how that's so funny. Oh, <laughs> he's like, she God. thinks I'm God. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to make her life miserable. <laughs> the most useful assistant I've ever had. Yeah. Because I'm her god. She, <laughs> her faith is unquestioning. But, you know, he's not pretentious. Every time I, quote, playfully attack and quote her faith, she just thinks it's a test. Because you know what's great to do to religious people, especially if they're, like, not affecting you in any way, is to just needle them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Historically, and that's, that's and worked that is, out well. <laughs> well, and also, that's, that's one of the things. It's, like, it's why... You can always say that there are always assholes on, like, every side. Because for every person who will respond to, like, situations that don't call for it with, like, you know, but Jesus is the, you know, it's like, okay, thank mm -hmm. you. There is someone who will post, like, oh, my nephew is in a car accident. Could people send thoughts and prayers? And then there's someone who's like, well, I'm not going to waste prayers on your sky daddy. And it's like, who asked you? Yeah. Thanks for your opinion, Edgelord. Shut yeah. up. Like, why doesn't everyone just, like, let's all just be chill? Like, I, I'm i not religious either. I don't give a shit about religious. But if someone wants to pray for whoever, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. honestly, I don't care what most people do. As long as it's not hurting anyone. It's Shut just, up. So, like, just <laughs> the fact that he, like, this is a faith that he has cultivated. This is a faith that he has yeah. created. This is a belief system that he claims to resent, though he invented it. I was screaming and, about this to Brian earlier. I was like, he made the religion! And yet, He's the god emperor! What the fuck? When approached by a person who has complete faith in him, because he has deliberately created that faith, likes to fucking play with her. Because it's yeah. funny to him. Um... So she, he's, you know, she didn't question it when he said you have to go and join the rebellion, and you know, uh, even if you get sent to kill me, you have to obey. Yeah, you know, and she's like, well, but no one can kill you, and he's like, that's not the point. The point is, you have to obey Shiona, and if Shiona yeah. says, go kill him, you have to come and try to kill me. Yeah, like that's just what has to happen. I mean, I'm gonna roll over on you, but you could try. <laughs> Just there he goes again. <laughs> How are you going to get back on that cart, man? But, I mean, there's something she's like, oh, you know, I, I won't let something or whatever happen. And he's like, no, you will if Siona says you're going to. You're going to because I told you. 
do like anything she tells you. I, for some reason, made Siona like Irish this week. I don't know what's yeah. happening anymore, guys. What? I mean, I she's know. written very Irish, I feel. And also, I don't listen to the audiobook, so I never know how anything's pronounced unless I like hear it. Oh, I don't think I'm even saying it right. The The way the narrator says it's very dramatic. Siona. This <laughs> <laughs> is like very, it's very like early 90s perfume commercial yeah (laughs) (laughs) essence of siona (laughs) uh he thinks that you know he knows that some people think the fish speakers are priestesses and Mm -hmm. that the benny jesuit think that he's created a new religion but that no he is the religion i mean what's the difference what is the difference my guy so nayla comes in I mean, both things are true. I'm sorry. I have to I have to circle back to that because both things are true. He both is the religion and he created it. Like, this is not a Jesus slash Catholicism allegory. Like, he did both of those things. He said, this is the religion and I'm creating it. And then fast forward 3,000 years. How dare you? How dare exactly. you? You sheep. <laughs> you fucking sheep. Getting all up in this religion. So she has her eyes lowered, which to be frank, I would too, because I don't want to look at you. Right. You're a big worm and that's gross. But also that's her God. Also that's her God. Yeah. And his first words to her are, look at me, woman. Which, okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to say it, at least be like sexy about it or something. I don't know. (laughs) You know, she has asked you repeatedly not to call her woman. This is a hostile work environment. We've this said it before. <laughs> this is the most hostile work environment. Yeah, the he HR then keeps going. That um, he says, "I have created a holy obscenity," which I would be like, "Did you just like take a shit? What is that?" Yeah, I know, right? I was gonna make that. I mean, that's what like, you say I'm when you say stand it. up from the bowl. You know? <laughs> I've created a holy obscenity. Uh, <laughs> don't teach that to your daughter because I have a feeling she would she say would that. she would say it oh my god she would say it um she recently learned her father's full name and so is only oh calling boy. him that uh, so this religion built around my person disgusts me and she's just like okay yes lord yeah like mm. uh And he thinks if I sent her out to collect the stars, she would go and she would attempt it. She thinks I am testing her again. I do believe she could anger me. What is your problem? I mean, this is where I will be like, I think we've brought this up before, but like, this is the shit that that when he does later get himself a girlfriend, that Mm -hmm. it kind of becomes like a sort of toxic romance novel because he's just yeah. this complete asshole and it's like, but this love of a lady. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like sometimes, and I, God knows I love a romance novel. God knows I love a written toxic relationship, but sometimes mm-hmm. you just want to be like, yeah, you, there's no coming back for you, my friend. No. I mean, as much as I might enjoy some of it on the page, I would never stand for it in real life. No, That's the no, difference. No. <laughs> I mean, we granted we are talking about it on the page, so true. That's a little different, but yeah, it's. I mean, people. I mean, authors have gotten so much better with it, but it's like sometimes you read like an '80s romance novel, and it's oh, just yeah. literally like I've only learned slavery is bad because you taught me that, beautiful <laughs> woman, and it's like. Oh. 
<laughs> I am now a noble Viking. Yeah. <laughs> like I know I killed everyone um, <laughs> in my my journeys to get here. Um, but I think that that's okay. But I'm willing to fund that orphanage or whatever. What have you? <laughs> there's so much of that, and I mean, this is in every fandom, frankly. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. There's so much in like the One Piece fandom of just like I'm gonna look to the other side, and it's like, no, I see you. I see who you're sipping for, and I need yeah. us to go back and take a look at a list of his crimes. <laughs> yeah. Just a few, and I'm not saying that I'm above it with some things. But I'm talking, this is a message to all of you, Buggy the Clown Simps. I need you to take a long, hard look at his track record, um, his belief system, the fact that he's a clown, um, and the fact that, and I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, folks, I'm not sure if you're familiarity with the world of One Piece, uh, live action or anime, his clown nose is his actual nose. <laughs> no. no. So this is this is just the way that this guy looks. And I just, I need everyone, I just need TikTok. I need you to take a minute. I need you to look at yourselves. And then I just need you to think about what you've done. Yeah. So I'm going to find a picture <laughs> of him. Oh, right I, now. I'm, I'm looking send... at, I'm looking at it right okay. now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, good, good. I knew you'd be on Google. Now you're yeah. aware. That's yeah. No, I I'm I'm looking at it. Yeah, I, I can't get into nose. this. My because my 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 reading preferences are more problematic than yours. But yeah, we I see plenty of that too. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't talk about everything on Let's Get Weirding. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> there's I I just it's the nose. I can yeah. forgive a lot of piracy. I can't forgive. The and I know it's not his fault. I know it's not his fault. I know he was just born like that. But he was born that way. He was born it. this way. Born. He was born to clown. And I just. I'm not down to clown. So I. Yeah. Mm, gonna, it's going to be a pass. It's going to be a no for me. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to say no to this. I'm sorry. I will be the Simon Cowell on this panel. It's a no. The best thing that's happened, I just was real quick aside, is that a friend of mine, we were talking about this, and she's further ahead in, in the anime than I am. And she was like, people mm. keep talking about this, this later storyline that he's in and how, oh my God, he's so hot in this later storyline. And she's mm -hmm. like, he looks the damn same. He's just got a high Ariana Grande ponytail. And I was like, you can't, you can't be serious. Like, that can't be accurate. And I looked it up and like, no, it's just the same damn clown with an Ariana Grande high pony. And I was just like, come on. I mean, but the high pony does. The high pony does work for a lot. <laughs> it I, does a lot I of the work. I yeah. respect people, like, having <laughs> preferences. <laughs> but it's just like. When she said that, I was like, yeah, I don't think that that's accurate. And then I looked it up, but I was like, it's absolutely true. Here, I'm going to send you. Oh, I'm I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> Is it of the high pony? Yeah, it's the high pony. Okay. It's got like a little pirate shirt that's all ripped up and is looking. 
like a fucking you know, clown like a clown but you know fit buff well okay he is a very i'm not no Mm-mm. i will not even <laughs> acknowledge that i will not even give him that much <laughs> i mean would i say that this is hot i would not no um, However, I can see where some hot. might admire the physique. Um, the actor who played him in the live action is hot. So it's like we can all just enjoy his other roles <laughs> where he's not a clown. Like, I think that that's fair. I think that that's allowed. Um, but sadly, there are no clowns here. Um, I mean, it's there's just one giant clown. <laughs> one giant worm clown. Um <laughs> He start, so he starts yelling, which yeah. this is not the way to deal with any kind of situation, Lido. No. Um, he starts yelling that the religion should end with him. Why would he want to loose a religion upon his people? Religion's wrecked from within. He's just like, religion. he's basically like, religions suck and so do you. And so does everyone. I'm the best. Peace out. <laughs> that's, he says, that's you know, religions create radicals and fanatics like you. And she's like, thank you. Because what am I supposed to say? I'm all in on you, man. <laughs> like, so oh he's just like, God. you know what? All right, fine. He is. He also has the moodiest mood swings because he's just immediately oh. like, hmm, all right. Well, anyway, so tell me about like what Topri had to say. Yeah, they talk like, a bit about Topri and how he's a piece of shit. He says Topri. She says Topri is a worm. And he's like, isn't that what you call me? And you're with the rebels, <laughs> and she's yeah. a, she's just like. Well, Wince. you told me to obey you, so yeah, I call you a fucking worm. Also, dude, you're a worm. You you are. It's factual. Like I, you I'm are sorry. on a cart. I'm because sorry you if cannot this walk. Offends you on some level, but you are a worm. Yeah. Like, looking at you, you're a worm. Your legs are flippers. They are very small, and they hurt you mm-hmm. when you roll on people to kill them, which is a thing you do. Uh, so Topri is not a good spy, uh, no. but no one suspects Nela because she's great. Yeah. She is the best spy. I mean, um, there's very much a vibe of this. Like if you want something right, you should get a woman to do it through a lot of this. But then like Leto just goes around treating most of the women around him like shit. So kind of also- conflicting there. I also do like, though, that when he asks if Siona is ready for whatever test it is that he's come up with, Nayla is kind of like, you know, she's a good fish speaker. We kind of need her. <laughs> Are you sure that we has to be her? Because, like, we kind of need that one. Yeah. He's like, no. So she says, like, well, she's, you know, she's the only one who survived those wolves. She's um, strong. She's smart. She's strong. She's smart. Everyone wants to fuck her. Uh, she has... She stole your super special secret books. Mm-hmm. So we find out here. So he says, look, I wanted people to read those. That yeah. was the whole thing. Like, it's supposed to be this big secret. It's like, ooh, forbidden knowledge. But it, I, I did Five dimensional chess, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so it says, what did Siona say about the charts of the Citadel? And Nayla says, well, she says that there's a big, like a huge giant store of spice under the Citadel. And that the charts will reveal it. He says, no, they won't. Um, and that she's trying to get tools from Ix to be able to tunnel under the Citadel. 
and he he acknowledges that there is this giant spice hoard um but not there but it's not there and that the story so Nayla says well there's a story that if anyone tries to steal your spice hoard Araxis will be destroyed Arrakis what am I talking about Araxis I am <laughs> tired uh Arrakis will be destroyed and he's like yes that's that part is absolutely true so nothing will survive if she tries to get it and she's just like well then I should stop her from trying to get the spice and he's like no I told you to obey her <laughs> yes like, that's <laughs> like what very conflicted poor Nayla yeah like this is this is like torturous stuff like this is on the one hand he's saying like look yeah if she attempts this it could destroy the whole planet and everyone on the planet will die and that'll like send waves throughout the rest of the universe and probably millions of more people will die um but I don't want you to stop it because I have told you to do whatever she tells you to do and he says you know this is the job I gave you I chose you for it that's why I gave you a Chris knife and she's just like alright you know you're right I get it and he's just like you are so predictable oh my god why do you suck so much and he like looks at her pot this is kettle and she's just looking at him with like adoration in her eyes and he's just like oh god I hate it get out of here <laughs> like, get the fuck it out of here I don't even want to look at you you're not even exaggerating is the thing <laughs> like that is the vibe so he's just like I don't even know if any of this is worth it like oh my god 3,000 <laughs> years and I just hate everything and everyone well, I mean, obviously, in 3,000 years, stability is no longer a concern for this guy. Because it's not there. He is not a stable ruler. He is not. And it's like, and I get that it's this idea. I mean, and that's, I mean, like, hell, that's always a crux of, like, any, like, vampire novel. Is always, like, how mm -hmm. long can you exist? And not go, like, And nuts. not go nuts. Without, not go like, full you know, Lana Del Rey. Yes. With... With, like, you know, if everyone you know is dying, the world is always changing, like, yeah, unless you're going to go, like, full of stat, just like, hey, let's have a fucking party <laughs> every goddamn day, then, yeah, like, what what will happen? You'll you'll turn yourself to stone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what you'll do. Um, but... Only the lyrical stylings of Jonathan Davis will bring you out of <laughs> and it. And then you will awaken. Murder your husband because you gotta get some of that sweet gothic styling. <laughs> you should hear the kids on TikTok are like fucking have discovered the Queen of the Dam soundtrack and they are en <laughs> enamored, enamored <laughs> I... with the soundtrack. And I'm like, the music is okay, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> The best song in that whole movie is the Deftone song, and that's not even supposed to be a Lestat song. That's just the I Deftones. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, and that's just such, like, it's so um, funny. Spotify so made funny. me this vampire mix the other day. Oh, fun. Because they were like, well, because it's almost Halloween. It made one for Gina, but when she sent me the link, it just sent me to one that they made for me instead of hers. Hmm. And I was really like, they were like, it's vampire music. It's picked just for you. 
And it's so funny because some of it is very, it's like, oh, cry little sister, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Lots of uh, mother, mother. (laughs) But then like, I think change of the house of flies is, is on there. Of course. But then there's yeah. like, what was the one that I was like, what, what's happening? Um, oh God, where is it? Um, no, not. Oh, Lord is on there. That I was Interesting. like. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then season of the witch, which I'm like, that's about a witch. Mm-hmm. This is a mix of vampires. Vampire. Yeah. Um, no, a, a severe lack of possum kingdom. Oh Yeah. Uh, but any concrete blonde at all, maybe? No, but, um, Full of Grace by Sarah McLaughlin, because I guess they just knew it was on Buffy that time. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm leaving town because I just killed my boyfriend. Oh my God. And sent him to hell in a portal. Um, yes, I know precisely (laughs) when Full of Grace was on Buffy. (laughs) She left Sunnydale in the world's biggest overalls. Oh, believe me. I remember <laughs> daily in the shower for my morning cry. Um, and putting on the Ritz by Taco. What? <laughs> I think Lestat put that on the mix for me. I think. I he mean, was he like, would have. He hilarious. would. <laughs> he's like, I made a mix for Louis, and it's just putting on the Ritz because I'm trying to make him crazy. But Louis, <laughs> Louis, it's a good song. It's, is it Lestat? No, Lestat, it is not. I mean, it is it is kind of fun. It's, fi- it's, oh, well. it's a fine song. I don't know if it belongs on this vampire mix unless a vampire made this mix and was like, <laughs> I like this song because I was like, Maybe they ladies. thought it sounds old timey and vampires are old timey. Yeah. Also, there's a hymn song on here, which I was like, hymn? What year is this vampire mix? <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, no there's ghost a- on it. Like, where is... It's 2023. We're not putting ghost on vampire mixes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... I get that, you know, you live 3,000 years. You're going to just start listening to Putting on the Ritz and be, <laughs> being sad, I guess. I don't know. Just crying about season two Buffy <laughs> in the shower. And you can't cry. Well, that's true. Um, here's a question. A disgusting question, and I think we may have discussed this before, but you know what? We're I'm intrigued. A, a fresh start. Yeah. Um, how does he get clean? I've wondered that, and I wonder if he doesn't just like. I think our options are two, twofold. There yeah. is um, like a chinchilla. Yeah. Or like, Ifalba in Wicked, where he just like oils himself. Well, I was kind of, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they did, like the Romans did with like oil and like scraping the dirt away. Yeah. Um, that's a possibility. I guess there could be like a dedicated little troop of fish speakers that that's their job is to, oh, you know, God. um, clean the royal carcass. But, um, uh, <laughs> he I don't know. Has, I was he thinking. He definitely has a gentleman of like the bedchamber who has to come in and like watch him take a shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely got a valet or something. But I was like thinking, I wonder if there's like a steam. Well, not steam because obviously no, water, no. so he can't do that. So, no. like, is there like a sand bath that he just burrows it, into? I think he probably thinks it's beneath him to burrow. Oh even yeah. Though I bet he really wants to. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I guess we'll have to say chinchilla mm-hmm. sand bath because I just don't want to think about him getting oiled. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like that's probably the most <laughs> the most because he's also going to have very dry skin. Yeah, so he would need to be mm. he would need to moisturized. be moisturized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Ooh. is I'm so glad I know you, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> it's never dull. Which then leads me to another big question I always had, speaking of characters in Doctor Who and how they get clean, mm-hmm. is how bad does the face of Bo smell? Isn't isn't I mean, I guess they must change that jar out pretty frequently, right? Do they? I don't know. I don't I never, know. I never asked. I was. I'm still mad. I. The last I was catching up on the show earlier because, as we said, we haven't recorded in a while, and I was trying to like remember where we were. Hmm. So I was listening, and we were talking about the goddamn face of Bo on the last episode. No, what is wrong with us? <laughs> no one has talked as much about the face of Bo since like 2009. No one. No, no one. one. We should be ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> He's got contemporary records to sell. He's busy. He's got maybe being kind of canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that didn't work out so well for him. No, it turns out you should like not just like show people your penis if they don't yeah. want to see it. Even if it's a joke. Funny yeah. Joke. A lot of people don't find that very amusing with good reason. So I think that's a good place to wrap it up for tonight. Um, unless, Megan, do you have anything that you would like to plug before we go? Um, At the moment, not a lot. I did recap the last, well, I guess it was the first season of Ahsoka for the spool. So if you want to go check that out uh, and read my myriad thoughts on Ahsoka, Please go and do that. Uh, mm-hmm. I have recapped basically every Star Wars show for the spool. So you can just go and learn all about everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So at the moment, not anything, but it is almost November. So I guess we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have anything to plug or promote at the moment. I, I, you know, had like a review up earlier in this month, but it's, you know, not a big deal. So uh, nothing but this show. So as always, you can find Megan and I over at thespool.net where we write about film and television. We're on Twitter and Instagram at WeirdingPod. Actually, we're, we're not, not on, on Twitter. Twitter. Well, I think that the account is still there, but we're actually just not using it anymore. I really need to take that out of the we, notes. You know, but <clears throat> we made a stand. Well, I mean, I I did like decide this place has become just bot city and I'm not interested in anything on Twitter anymore. And I kind of fucked off. And then like, after a while, I I just don't like have anything to say now. (laughs) Like I have a blue sky account. I just never put anything on it because I don't know. You, I went like a week, one week without Twitter from tweeting frequently to nothing. Mm -hmm. And just like, if you put my Twitter account in front of me now and said, you know, you got 280 characters, go for it. I would just probably throw my phone at you. Uh, I am on Blue Sky, and I am being weird as hell. So if anyone <laughs> would like to enjoy that, please look me up on Blue Sky. I'm at MP yeah. Sunday. Just 
And then there's like the dot beef. I don't even know. Those things are so yeah. long. Just look <laughs> up MP Sunday. And there I am posting. But you can always get in touch with us via the grandma network that is email. Uh, weirdingpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. We are yes, also, please. if you have feedback, you can always leave a review. Those are great. Yes, we do love reviews. Um, mm-hmm. They are always helpful. Uh, we thank everyone who, uh, you know, has stuck around because this has been a mighty hiatus. But look at oh, us. Oh, yeah. Some gen- some gentle prodding here and there from very kind listeners yes. that ask, oh, are you, I enjoyed the show. Are you guys done? Or <laughs> it's just like, yeah. no, we just have, uh, you know, life stuff happening all the yes. time. <laughs> all the time but uh yeah we are back and yeah as we said get in touch with us send us an email write us a review we love all that stuff and i'm gonna do a special sign off tonight instead of our usual because of the context of these two chapters until next time everybody be nice and hoard your spice (laughs) in this economy in this economy (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.